Hi, everybody. It's episode 461 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It is Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. I'm here. How you guys doing? Oh, you know. Yeah. Tired. I'm doing. I'm you guys are doing. both just full of energy today. Uh, I mean, you'd think after doing nothing all for for like four days, I'd be more energized. No, I have. I I as soon as nearing the end of work, I started to feel extra sick. Uh, like nauseous sick or just like tired sick? Nauseous sick, coughing sick, sort of acid reflux sick. But like, I don't know why because I took. I think I took a, 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 an antacid today, and I took some some what's it called sometimes. So like, did, I don't know why. It, did you have a banana? I I did have a banana earlier today as well. I mean, like, I know why I might be having acid reflux. So I made I meal prepped uh, bolognese yesterday, but like, it hasn't really been bothering me a lot. I don't know why. Like, it feels like it's coming back. So I don't know. It might have also just been allergies, or it might just be. Just life. Being like, nah. Could be a little bit of all of them. Yeah. Life has been really telling me, nah, lately. I did nothing this week. Well, I didn't do nothing, but I felt like I did. You watched a lot this week. Uh, well, yeah, because I was doing nothing, because I was too depressed to do anything. You you watched a lot of bad stuff, too. So if you were already depressed, that's... Well, I mean, not really. By a lot of bad stuff, I mean you watched, like, seven episodes of The Flash. Um... I think you're right on that. I think it was seven. It might have been it's either well, you, seven or nine. I you definitely you definitely watched episode five because that was the one you're having just, trouble with. Um, and there were thirteen yeah, episodes. Was, yeah, so it was seven because so. it was episode five was the one because like I started to watch episode four, then realized you know what I think I saw this, and then went to go watch episode five because episode four was the one was when they finally reveal who Red Death was. And right. then five was their resolution. God, they fucking, they fucked it up. Like, so, so it, it, I thought it was a shorter season. It is a 13 episode season, so you did watch nine episodes of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking good on you. That's a lot of The Flash to watch back to back. I, I, I did mean, that also. It was not a good time. I, I will say this was a, not a good season or finale season. I will say the finale itself wasn't really all that great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't all that great because it felt like they were trying to set up for another fucking season, which they knew they weren't getting. Yeah. And and they knew everything was ending. Yeah, I just don't, I don't get that. And it's one of those, even if when they did this episode, they did not know that like a hundred percent CW was done with that stuff. It's like, read the fucking writing on the wall. Don't even pretend to pitch new stories when you know you're not going to do them and the CW is definitely not going to do them. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was that, that, that last bit of the finale made no sense. And it's just like, uh, overall, the season, I think the season at least was better than last season. But marginally. But it it was not, it, 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 it didn't hold a candle to, Pre pre crisis seasons, it really that's where the show fell is after crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. And like, like for oh, this drove me nuts for the villain of the Arrow episode to be Bloodwork or whatever his fucking name. And I was wondering why there were so many of his pops that were out and about over the past few months. I'm like, he was like three seasons ago. I don't understand why he's around so much. Well, I mean, now that makes sense. 
He was like he was the series finale. He was the final final big bad of the series. I really don't think those last four should be they they shouldn't have put those last four at the finale. Like it fit timeline wise, but I feel like maybe that whole storyline should have happened at the beginning of this season. And then they should have had a wrap-up series, season afterwards. Yeah, and like, you know, like, that Arrow episode, with the way it ended, actually felt more like a finale than the actual finale did. Even though, like, yeah. they both ended in very similar ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, like, I feel like it didn't actually wrap anything up, is the problem. And it's not that, like, Supergirl didn't technically wrap anything up either, because they're all still they're doing hero stuff but it was at least like a like there was closure to like the characters and like what was like actively going on i feel like the flash you didn't really get much closure on anything you just got it like it was a lot of just very very simple resolutions like oh keon is just she is going to teleport her consciousness away which is just going to leave caitlin who we all thought was dead yeah, and th- but that's the problem with the writing of this past few seasons was they didn't really have anything to wrap up because each season had four different storylines, four different A beats going on in the season that they would wrap up within five episodes of each. Like, there was no actual overlooming threat or anything like that because they kept wrapping it up and then kept pulling back the same fucking speedsters over and over and over to fight Flash in an event. And, like, on top of that, um, that, like, the final, the final, like, the, the final speedster confrontation, like, it was bad. Like... It was uneventful. I understand it, that, like, there's all these people that technically have powers, but, like, they they made all of those villains that were, like, major villains look like cake compared to some of the just, like, one-off, like, shitty ones that they've had to face over the last couple of years by, like, these people that are, like, not all that impressive, just taking them out like they were nothing. Um, yeah. And, like, the fact that, uh, what's-her-face, um, C- Cecile, she she was flying at the end at, like, super speed. Like... Yeah, she was flying, yes. But, um, like, I understand wanting to bring back all of the evil speedsters in, like, some way. Like, that makes sense. And, like, bringing Tom Cavanaugh back is, like... That's the right thing to do. Like, he was involved with the show for so long as both a good guy and a bad guy. Um, Mm -hmm. but the way that they, um, the way that they just kind of like had everyone else take care of them, I'm like, you should have just let Barry beat all of them. Like, have, have Reverse Flash be the last one because he is actually the biggest threat. But at this point, Barry is actually faster than every one of them because he is faster than the seasons that he faced them in. So, like, it, it really should have turned into, like, a whole, like, Barry gets them, because to showcase who, what kind of a hero the Flash has become and who Barry has become, like, it should have turned into him saving the world, not one last time, but saving the Speed Force, fine, and saving his group, and, and realizing, like, I I need my team, but I, I also can save my team, because that's always been, like, an issue with Barry, in this series was, I don't know if I can do this without my team. I don't know if I'm good enough without my team. It's like, you're the fastest man alive. You can literally, like, stop time with how fast you are. There's no one who can be as fast as you. We've learned that. You can save the world by yourself. It's just better if you have help. 
Yeah, like, what what they should have done was have... I mean, like, this is all in retrospect, and I'm sure it's easier said than done. But what I would have liked to see them do, I guess, is have different threats that were not the speedsters have the rest of the team occupied. This way, like, everybody gets their little moment to do something cool. But have Barry have to be the one to stop the four big bad speedsters before finally confronting, like, Like, the the person pulling the strings. Like, here, here's... Have, have Cecile against Thinker. Have, um, uh, um, have Mark and Keon go up against, uh, Deathstorm. Have, uh, 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 what's her name? Um, Allegra go up against freaking Cicada or something like that. And still keep Reverse Flash, even though they used him so many fucking times. Keep Reverse Flash, keep the, 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 the evil Speed Force, and have Reverse Flash fight, um, Nora, or you know, maybe not actually include her because y- you fuck up the timeline way so much by saying we can't fuck up the timeline. How? What is she doing back in time to save the world? You can't. You can't tell me that your characters don't remember third twenty years from now what happened twenty years ago and what's supposed to happen right now because it's happening at the same time. But your character can come back in time to stop something that's happening at the same time. Yeah, and and then hold her infant self. And then hold her infant self. And yeah. So, like, I don't mind the the Nora thing. I think you're right. I think Nora going against Reverse Flash, especially because there was that weirdness where she was almost, like, confiding in him a few seasons ago. Mm -hmm. I think that could have worked well and have her lose to him and have Barry, like, show up at the last minute. Um, But, like, it would have just been kind of poetic where you have, like... Reverse Flash gets there for the end, because like you said, he's been used over and over, and he is Barry's, like, actual, like, arch nemesis. Um, it's like Lex Luthor. Like, he he is Barry's Lex Luthor, as far as this show is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, have him tape, take down Zoom first, and then Savitar, and then Godspeed, and then have that moment where, like, he finds out that his future daughter is in trouble, and Reverse Flash, being Reverse Flash, thinks that he is faster now that the other three, like, fake avatars have been defeated and reabsorbed or whatever, and just, and have Barry just, you know, do one of those, like, kind of like he did at the end of, um, I don't think it was last season, it might have been the season before, where he actually just embarrassed Reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was two seasons ago, because it was whatever he did, he did it to be able to take the Reverse Flash's speed away, and then put him into that up above. Yeah, and he just... Like, he was so much faster, and Reverse Flash just couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was... I was sad to see it go, but I'm happy it's over. Because it just hasn't really been good the past few seasons. Yeah. I I will give it credit. Um, the Arrow episode, while the villain sucked, it was nice to have that dynamic back and actually give closure to a bunch of other characters. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, you figure, like, Arrow didn't get a proper send-off. He died in the middle of the event crossover. And, and and in the well, yeah, he he died, yeah, he died in the middle of the event, and then there were still like three episodes left of his show. Yeah, afterwards. exactly. But you figure he died, and he he died in like the first episode, I think, of Crisis was there alone. Like I I think I think it was just his future children with him or something like that. Um, none of the other characters on the show were there, and then he was like that weird like um specter for the rest specter, of it yeah 
So, like, there was never that moment of, like, characters coming to terms with the fact that, like, he was dead. You got that a little bit in, um, in that episode of The Flash, though. Mm-hmm. Also, I will... The, the other thing I'll give him credit for is the the big villain for the final episode, I kind of liked how they did that. Um, just because, like, it was nice to see that character back again. Yeah, I like what I like how they did that character or that villain. But again, the way it wrapped up felt like it was wrapping up for a setup of stuff to continue to go on. Exactly. Like it wasn't and, necessarily executed well, but I'm glad that they yeah. they used that character. Yeah. And like you said, like the the character like this wasn't a, a finale in the fact that the character di- that the main character dies. It's a finale in the fact that the show is ran its course. And so it makes sense for there to be some looming threads, like the idea of what's going on with this final character. It makes kind of makes sense to have like potentially new characters introduced. But if you're writing a finale, you don't do that on the last fucking five minutes of the show. You write that maybe at the beginning of the season and deal with the season of these new characters and then wrap it up there. Like, and this is how we live our life from here on out type of thing. And not, well, this is how we're going to live our life with these new characters that don't mean anything to anybody unless you research who fucking Max Million or whatever his fucking name is and the other two characters are. I had to look them up. I was like, who the fuck are those characters? I, and I didn't recognize that the one was from a previous episode from last season. Yeah. Um... But I guess, enough bitching about The Flash. Uh, what's on yeah. the agenda? Uh, Summer Game Fest. There's I more. Mean, it's re- well, I mean, it's not really. It's going to be Summer Game Fest for like the next hour and a half. And then you guys are going to quickly talk about Call of Lamb and Diablo. And that's about it. Don't tell me what what we're going to do. I didn't ask you, know you to that's, do that. You know that's how it's going to go. Summer Game Fest. There was a lot. It was information overload for the past four days. I don't think it was overload. Drew, do you think it was overload? I mean, there's a lot on that doc. I've looked at basically nothing. Yeah. So to be fair, I have no I like there, most of these things. I don't have anything to say about. I just put them down in case anything jumped out at, at you guys. Dude, I on on your on the, on the outline there is every game you you put a list of every game shown at 2023 Summer Game Fest. I have been scrolling that thing for the better part of like a half hour, and it's still going. Yeah, no, it's, so to be fair, though, that includes, like, all the weird sideshows, too, like, the Wholesome Direct, Devolver Digital, um, which, if nothing else, I highly recommend watching Devolver Digital. It's, like, 20 minutes. They, they just have fucking fun with it. Um, they made fun of, like, 90s, like, mascot platformers, um, and the AI craze, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, like, Devolver Digital, the PC Gamer Show, the Future Game Show, like, there's so many, like, of these, like, little side ones that have kind of always been there, um, that's included in that IGN list that, like, and a lot know, of those games I, don't matter. This, this list really is, it's showing, it has Neon White on here, which Neon White came out a couple of, I think a year or two ago. I think there's the DLC only- coming, right? I, guess. I don't know. I'd probably I don't know. Be I on guess. There then. It, but but the only thing I can think of that was that's putting it on there was I was telling you, Cobb, like I was going through there was there's a playlist of everything shown um at Summer Game Fest and there was a Annapurna um interactive type of like Annapurna Interactive at Summer Game Fest 
and they had two two scenes, two or three scenes from Neon White on there, and that was it. That was it. Looking at um, uh, so what it at, is is it it's coming to Xbox because it apparently hasn't been on Xbox for a year, the last year that it's been out. So Xbox that's why official Neon Game Pass. It's okay, so it's a Game Pass trailer. Yeah. So that's and, what it is. Yeah. Like it's that, coming to game, uh, game Pass and Xbox in general. Like it is not. Yeah been on xbox so i don't i personally i don't think they should have included that in every game shown even though yes it's, it was shown because it's coming to game pass dude but it's... ign is nothing if not thorough ign yeah. sucks <laughs> they're one of the few places that do like decent um like here's just everything that happened at a thing yeah but i also feel like they got i'm kind of with walnut here and they got super lazy which is like Fa- what phasmophobia, put whatever. Fa- put it in. Phasmo gets a console release window. That's 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 why it's showing on every game. Phasmo's been out on Steam for fucking five years. Yeah, yeah. So well, three years. But but in their defense, that is just the one that shows everything. They have the breakdowns of everything like individually. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not like they got lazy and they're just like, all right, well, here's just everything we saw this weekend. It's like. No, this is like the the amalgamation of all the streams, but we also did all of the individual showcases. Yeah. Um, which I guess speaking of the showcases, um, Thursday last week was the like the summer game fest showcase, whatever you call it, the Keeley showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, the biggest thing that happened, Nick Cage was there. I mean, was that the biggest thing that happened? I honestly feel like the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer was the biggest thing that happened. No, no, Nick Cage coming out and being Nick Cage was the biggest thing that happened at that stream. Look, I love Nick Cage, but it's so big you didn't even put it on the list, God. That's because yeah. I didn't. I don't need to. Rem- I don't. I didn't need the list to remind me. I just know it. Like I like I because I was watching and that was one of the videos. It's like, why the fuck was Nick Cage there? He was there for Dead by Daylight. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, he's a but, survivor in Dead by Daylight. But he yeah. was so sincerely into it, and obviously not reading off of a bad like award show script. Mm-hmm. Like you know how like like uh shit, who was it that was at the Game Awards? Al Pacino was at the Game Awards, and you could tell like he had no fucking clue what he was doing there, and he was just reading the teleprompter. Like Nick Cage came out, and he was just sincerely like. Yeah, like, I'm excited to be in video games. I've never gotten to be in a video game before, and I hope to be in more video games. Yeah. And I think he said, like, like a nephew or a kid or something like that is in dead is into Dead by Daylight. So he's like, yeah, this just made sense. Like, uh, But, like, as far as games go, Rich, you are right. Like, the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer is probably the biggest thing. It, they also confirmed it's early 2024. It's not, It just said winter last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so it, it'll be... It'll be probably like january february yeah um, um which i it looks like they're they're definitely starting that game with like messing with the timeline stuff kind of like they did at the end of remake um but that we're getting story time i don't know what they're doing with this because first of all if you get the physical copy of this game it's two discs yeah oh i forgot about that yeah so it's two discs if you get a physical copy of the game so, what, like, let's say 100 fucking gigs? Fucking huge. But it's also Square, who doesn't know how to compress shit, so there's that. Games are just big now. But all, also, like, games are big. But also, like, they, they intro that with showing all of the main characters dead. So, like, did, even though you survive at the very end of the game, did somehow their psyche split and they're dead, but they're still alive? 
Like, that's what the fuck that's, is going on? That's why I'm wondering, because if you remember at the end of Remake, there's also that's... Actually, I forget now if it was Remake or um, the the Yuffie DLC, where um, there was the scene of Zack at the end. It was... That was, um, remake. It was, that remake, was remake, yeah. proper? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, the, the, I think the very end of the Yuffie DLC was Yuffie running into them on the road, I think, or something like that. I can't remember. No, you know, I, I remember now. It cut to them, like, hitchhiking, yeah. going to come. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, there was, it was, like, Zach walking into Midgar, so, like, and, like, they're, they're, Midgar seemed normal at that time, so I think, I, I thought that was supposed to be, like, pre, uh, uh, everything happening, like, right as Zach was about to die stuff. Um, but yeah, like, I'm so, I, I have gone on record and saying, like, I'm, I'm over remakes and this, that, and blah, 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 but this is, uh, this is just a brand new fucking, yeah, they, they are so, doing enough with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited that, like, they're, it, it's, it's very much Kingdom Hearts confusion, but still growing, uh, or growing its own story off of, and sort of a, a pseudo sequel to the original Final Fantasy VII, like, and I can't, I can't wait to see what where this goes. I am probably going to replay Seven and Yuffie before this comes out. Well, I mean, you got plenty of time. Yeah, I got plenty. Six of time. months, I mean, seven months, something like that. I, I've got a lot I want to fucking play because Sixteen comes out in two weeks. It, there is a demo out for that, also. If you guys didn't know, there is. I I downloaded it. I'm probably maybe going to play it on Monday on stream. I don't know. Uh, I haven't decided what I'm going to do so uh, on stream over the next couple of weeks yet. So from from what I've heard from a couple places, it's about an hour and a half, two hours. It's apparently a lot of cutscene. Well, yeah, it's it's the beginning of the game because it'll save, it'll carry over to your next save or to your to the main game. Okay, as I actually hadn't I, I hadn't seen that. I was just giving you a heads up that there's apparently a lot of cutscene yeah. and not a lot of gameplay. Speak in case you do do it on stream to like be prepared. From what I was told, it's it's like the beginning of the game and like you get through it when you get the game you can just start from there so and most likely depending on when i do because i'm probably not getting it on at launch but most likely when i do get it i might just start over if it's like more than two weeks out like so if i play it on a on 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 monday and then i don't play it again for another month maybe i'll just start from where i ended off but otherwise i'd probably just restart anyway because it's an hour and a half. It doesn't matter. I'm just there to play the game and try it out and see how the game plays. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but as far as Rebirth goes, it, it definitely looks cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for story time because I yeah. want to see if they change anything. Um, I, I, yeah, I want to know what the fuck is going on in this game. I really do. Yeah. Also, nothing like new shown, but Spider-Man is coming in October, which is nice because... Mm-hmm. Last or two weeks ago, they just said fall, and I'm just like, "Cool, so you're not giving a date." That means that you guys are not confident that this game is coming out. Yeah, and Mortal Kombat looks cool. It looks like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Stop hating good things. I don't do <laughs> fighters. We've been over this. I I'm bad at fighters. I don't play them because I'm bad at them. Like it it looks like a fighter. Like I it, like not trying to be like negative about it but like nothing about it blew me away because i don't know anything about the genre i don't know anything about fighter games in general i'm just like all right it looks like a fighting game Cop. mortal, Com- mortal kombat I'll, I'll agree with you mortal kombat looked fucking awesome <laughs> it always looks awesome though like mortal kombat is pretty spot on with just being good yeah like the like that whole team has just found like a good like 
we know what we're doing. We're not, they're not trying to like one up like your street fighters, your guilty gears, like, yeah. Like they're not, they're not trying to like be main stage at Evo the way a lot of these other games are. Like they're just, they're doing the fun shit they've been doing for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, was there anything else at like that summer game fest showcase that jumped out at either of you? Sanic, of course. Sanic. It's gonna be so bad though. You don't know that. It's a side-scrolling Sanic. You can play as multiple characters. When was the last, when was the last side-scrolling Sonic made by Sega that was good? I gotta look. Generations. <laughs> I, I, Rich, I thought you never played Generations. I have never played Generations. I've heard nothing but good about Generations. I, I thought Generations was one of the ones not fondly looked on. But it's hard to tell I, because there have been so many Sonic games. I, I mean, uh, let's see. Where's, where's... Like, Sonic Mania was good, but it was, like, they literally hired, like, a fan who, like, made, like, ROM hacks, basically, to, like make a good Sonic game. And he, that guy's not working on this one. Uh, let's see. According to Google, it's gotten a 4.7 for generation. Out of 5 or uh, out of 10? Out, out, of, out of 5. So 8.5 okay. out of 10 for IGN, 8 for GameSpot, 7 for Eurogamer. Uh, Steam has it at, at like a 90-something percent or something like that. Like, it is... I mean, that was 2011. I don't think there were many side-scrollers since then. It came out. No, actually, probably not, because they were doing a lot of really bad open world. Not open world, yeah. but, like, 3D platformers. I will yeah. say, like... Forces is, like, 50-50 side-scroller and 3D, and is that, fucking awful. Yeah, but that that is... that is That's 100%. Like, that, this is... Oh, Sonic. it's the last Sonic game Sega made was fucking shit. <laughs> uh, but, but what's this one? Sonic, uh, Sonic Superstars is... Back to the, like, back to the original, like, 2D style. There's no 2D, 3D. Like, no. it's, like... There definitely was some 3D in there. Was there? Yeah. Alright, let me check. But that 3D looked like it was the, um, the bonus levels, not actual it's levels, if fucking, I remember correctly. Th- that's what they showed. That doesn't mean that's the only time 3D is gonna happen. I mean, that is true. I, I l- would like to believe that the game sticks to the 2.5D aesthetic, at the very least for, like, the levels. But you have stuff like Sonic 06 and Sonic Unleashed that show that, you know, when unfortunately they, they have wronged us enough in the past by showing, like, trailers for a Sonic game. And you, you're like, oh, that actually looks like a really cool Sonic game, only for it to come out and be like, oh, the really cool stuff you showed us was only the first level. And then Sonic turned into a were-hedgehog and everything was bad. Yeah. Though, I will give a little bit of credit. Sonic Frontiers is fun, but it's not a side-scroller. It is just, like, an open-world, like, run-around-and-do-shit Sonic game, which, on paper, shouldn't be fun. And, like, that game definitely has its issues with not being, um, not being, like, ro- um, not robust enough, de- like, developed enough. Like, there's not enough to do in the world. It's very kind of empty and open, but, like, it's still fun. Anything well, else from... That's good. Yeah. So I've watched this. Tra- I just watched the trailer. The core gameplay is side scrolling. That's what and I think you, too. Y- and yes, you had the one, two to four second segment where it's forward facing, like you're 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 uh like grappling from point to point or some shit like that. Who even really knows what's going on there? Because you don't know the game. That is bonus levels. 
100% that's bonus level shit. Like, that is not core gameplay mechanic. That's the I mean, hope, co- at least. Uh, it is. It, no, it, the, they would have showed more of that if that was going to be more of it. Like, Sonic Forces was straight up back and forth between side-scrolling and behind-the-camera, like, gameplay. Or behind behind Sonic gameplay. And that was terrible. This is going back to core Sonic ideals with maybe... Like, they even got Sonic 1 friggin' um, bonus worlds. Or, or, or whatever. Uh, 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 Emerald worlds. Like, they... It's going to be, co- at its core, a Sonic, a true Sonic side-scrolling. I hope you're right. Again, agreed, but the fact that they show the Sonic 1 bonus levels makes me think that 3D area they showed is not bonus levels. I don't know. I am I am willing to give them benefit of the doubt, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do, as, the, as it gets closer to release, like, show, like, other types of gameplay. I hope not, but I wouldn't be surprised. Richie is apparently just more... Um, more optimistic about Sonic than the rest of us. I mean, I am <laughs> try to be more optimistic than the rest of you is about everything. You know that. But, but you were less optimistic about us than uh, fucking yeah, Mortal Kombat. Mister, Mortal Kombat just is a fighting game, five guys. <laughs> because that's a game I know fuck all about. Like We know fuck all about this Sonic game, too. I know, But he knows but, about but Sonic I, games. I know about Sonic. That's the point. Like yeah, I've seen Sonic games. You know games, about I've... Sonic. Most of them are bad. But it's uh, most of the 3D Sonic games are most bad. Most Sonic games are bad. Most of the 3D Sonic games are bad. Agreed. But so I I, I see what Drew's saying though. Aren't the majority of Sonic games at this point 3D Sonic games? Also, there are a decent number of bad side-scrolling Sonic games too. Like, let's not just say, oh, if it's 2D, it's fine because it's not true. I know Sonic One, Two, and Three were good. I've heard Four good things about bad. the advanced Four is games. Fucking trash. <laughs> okay, that that's fair. Um, weren't, um, weren't the Sonic Advance games pretty good, or am I misremembering? They were just Sonic. They were weren't new. There was there was there was colors. Weren't there they? was generations, which I heard both of those were very good. I've heard like, actually. You know what? I have heard. Col- I always forget about colors. Apparently, that's a good one. I think that was like a Wii or Wii U one, right? No, the Wii. Uh, I think that came out on both like Wii U and uh, 3DS. And the console one sucked, but the DS one's okay. For which one? Colors. Or okay. Like, there was... I know one of them had one that came out on, like, both, but one was actual, like, 2D, and one was a console Sonic. Yeah, I, kn- I know there were all the Wii, like, on-rail ones, like the like Sonic and the Black Knight, and there was there was one or two other ones. Um, well, there was that... uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, there was Sonic and the Black Knight, um... There was one more. I can't remember what they're on. Isn't Shadow wasn't Shadow the Hedgehog? So I'm j- I'm trying to remember. Shadow the Hedgehog was like a GameCube PS2 era game, and it was like a third person action game, right? Not just yes. not like a Sonic Adventure. Yeah, Sonic. it was it was like him with guns and shit. And okay, that's what I thought. I think I thought it was a little bit on rails. I thought that one was more open, but you might be right. I know that that one is older than the Wii games. I remember it on the shelf at GameStop because no one would ever buy it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, do you guys want to move on to the Xbox stuff? Sure. I liked yeah. I liked the Xbox one. Um, they showed Fable, but they gave no date. So fuck Fable. I am annoyed with the internet with complaining about the that the main character looks ugly. It's yeah, like that's fuck. stupid. Like, like come on it's now. it's a video game. The teeth look bad in video games. Let's be real. But like those character models, like for b- both like the 
what I assume is going to be the player character and like the the bad guy that looks like the, that is the guy from um, IT Crowd. Like those those were good character models, other than the teeth. Like mm-hmm. video game characters shouldn't do like full teeth smiles because video game teeth look bad. Um, <laughs> it's just did did either of you look at the the South of Midnight trailer? Nope. No. Um, it had this like cool like. Louisiana like bayou feel to it. There's like like a skeleton zombie man playing like a guitar on like a dock in a swamp. It's got it had this like it wasn't stop motion obviously because it's a game, but it almost looked like the characters were like stop motion characters. Um mm-hmm. like it the whole thing just had a very cool aesthetic. I don't think it had any actual gameplay in it, but I am curious to see what that game ends up being. Uh according to Steam, it's action adventure fantasy so that narrows it down yeah <laughs> jesus look i'm just i'm just reporting the news here okay <laughs> i i appreciate you doing due diligence <laughs> i also started that statement before i read what it said yeah i like that you're just like according to steam it's oh huh all right it's like fuck that's what it is <laughs> um and then you guys are not going to give a fuck about these um metaphor re fantasio Super excited for it. It's the game by the Persona team that was announced a while ago. Um, and then they also announced Persona 3 Reloaded, which is like a remake in the Persona 5 engine of Persona 3. Oh, and okay. a Persona 5 tactics game with now like listen, three base tactics. Listen, mister, I care about that Persona 3 Reloaded because Persona 3 was one of the few Persona games I played that I really liked. And I'm sure... Druton cares about Persona 5 Tactics because he loves tactical games. I do love tactical That games. is true. So you can't it's, sit here and say we won't care because these I, are things that we care about. And I would, I want to like, I, I keep thinking about getting into the Persona games. but They're too like, anime oh, they're for like you. Nine, uh, I don't know. It's less that it's more that it's, oh, it's like 70 hours and I'm like, no. No. I mean, that too. They are very long, yeah. but I also feel like they are just too anime for you to like really get into. It's, I, I think, and, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, if, 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 if you don't agree with me, I think more the issue with you getting into these games, not as much the anime-ness is, like, the lack of linearness to these games, where it's, alright, there are going to be days in-game where you are not doing any sort of RPG, well, you're doing character-building RPG elements, you're doing going on dates and hanging out with friends that aren't necessarily going to be story building. They're just character building. And I think that's part of what might push you away from it. I, don't, I, I mean, you may have just I, sold through on it. I, I, all I've ever heard is positive stuff about persona. Like it, it, for, again, for me, it's just the, Oh, okay. It's going to be fucking 60 hours. And yeah. yeah, I would say, well, I mean, you spent three days at concerts so far this year. Take one of those away. Well, all three of them away. You know what I'm saying. Again, like, it's that time commitment. And it's really, it's, I mean, and Cobb, you can probably correct me on this, is I'm imagining the first five to ten hours are a fucking slog with, like, building so, up the characters. Persona 5, yes. Um, Persona 5 has a very long tutorial. Um, it is probably, your first time through it is probably, yeah, at least five hours. Um, and then it, like, they're, they're very much JRPGs where, like, after every dungeon, basically, you, you'll get, like, a new character on your team. And I don't know about three, cause I, I haven't played three. Um, that's why I'm excited for the remake. 
um, because the the re-releases were the weird um, PSP like um, visual novel ones. So I I didn't jump into that. But uh, four has a similar like after each after each major dungeon, like you get a new character for your for your p- potential parties. Um, but four at least four golden was a little more streamlined. Uh, I feel like. There's still like that like introductory period and uh, and everything, but the first dungeon is much shorter. Excuse me, than the first dungeon in Persona Five, and I feel like that one just kind of dumps you into it a little bit quicker. Okay. Um, I would like legitimately because you because you have switches at your place. Um, getting Persona Four Golden for the Switch, fantastic idea. Um, that game is meant to be played in handheld. Yeah, that might be a thing. Although, like, I fucking barely ever turn on the Switch Lite that, like, that I've inherited, essentially, so. But Which, that like, would help with getting through, like, 60 RPGs. Yeah, I would, like, as much... I think Persona 5, in a lot of ways, is the better game. Um, it, it's, it's the more interesting setting. There's more stuff to do. Um, the dungeons are... So, Persona 3 and 4... Definitely 4, and I believe three, I should say, um, are, like, procedurally generated dungeons. So sometimes the sometimes you go onto a floor and it's just, like, a straight run. Other times it, there's a lot of looping and stuff like that. The enemies are all, um, they're all just these, like, kind of, like, amorphous blobs and stuff like that um, that you can run up and attack quickly. Um, five, all dungeons are different. There's, like, different themes to every dungeon. There's different puzzles to do. Um... You can leave the dungeons and come back to them, uh, whereas in 4, um, they will, like, depending how mu- how far you leave, they will reset themselves. Um, and, like, the game definitely puts some hurdles to just, like, stepping away from dungeons. Um, it's very much got, like, a, you know, you have to be in, a, in certain rooms to save, like, safe rooms, essentially. And if you leave the, the dungeon world, th- whichever game you're in, it, um, it makes the day move forward. And every dungeon, you have a set number of real-world days to complete them. Um, it is very hard to not get them done in time. Generally, you can get... In Persona 4, you can do every dungeon in a single day. Um, you don't have to. Like, you can go in, do a bunch of grinding, get to, like, one of the, like, save levels, um, save the game, leave, and then, like, leave the whole thing, because that's, um, you'll get rehealed, you can buy new, more items and everything, and then go back in, like, the next day. Um, and Persona 5, you just need two days. And the game tells you, like, like what your cutoffs are. It's like, you have to finish this dungeon by this day. So, like, it's not like a, excuse me, a guessing game or anything. But, uh, mm-hmm. 4, I think, is just a little more streamlined. And I played it on PSP, and it's, it's the perfect handheld game. Um, I would say... If if you do look into it and you do get it, it's worth getting one of like the spoiler free um uh like timeline guides on like GameFAQs. Um, it's all, all those guides generally are are like recommendations on what to do each day, so that you can like make the most of it and not go like stumbling around like wasting your time on um on the social links and stuff like that. Um, because like Richie was saying before, like a big part of those games are like the relationships. And you get bonuses with characters, both on in your party and non-party characters, by like upping their level. But if you if you just go hang out with somebody and they're not ready to level up, you're essentially wasting that day by like hanging out with somebody who's not ready to level up. Um, versus, there's probably one or two other characters that if you went and hung out with them instead, 
you'd, they'd level up and you'd get like a new ability with it. Mm-hmm. And okay. the, the game doesn't do a great job of like telling you that or making it obvious like how to kind of go about it. But I love those games. And the tactics game looks cool as shit. The Persona 5 tactics, they're all like little chibi versions of themselves and it's grid based. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the fucking Like a Dragon Infinite. Like, I feel like the Xbox One was, like, just back-to-back things that I like. Um, so, like, Dragon Infinite is Yakuza 8. Um, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very, like, um, cliche, Ichiban wakes up on the beach naked and doesn't realize he's naked. And he's, they're doing, like, that thing where, like, he's moving around and they're just keeping different items in front of him so that, like, they don't have to, like, make it an X-rated game. Um, but, like, characters are just, like, reacting to, like, this random dude walking around completely naked on the beach. Um, one one dude laying on the beach just said, yeah, said something like, yeah, man, let it hang out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I'm excited for that one. That's that's sometime next year, too. Uh, but, Rich, what did you think about City Skylines 2? Uh, so, I mean, they've been showing things for CS2 for a while. They've been gearing up for it. Uh, this was the first actual gameplay trailer, though, which... Um, Looks like they're going in the right direction with a lot of different things in the series, in, in the game. Uh, I'm still, I'm not, I, I'm excited to see that it looks like some of the DLCs that really made the game more fun are going to be in that game base. Like the, the parks DLCs and things like that. It really looks like they are adding better control over the city building and city planning and things like that as well. Um, that I am, I'm, it's, it's on my Amazon wish list, and I'm gonna pay $90 to get the, um, uh, fucking, uh, the, 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 what's it called pass? The expansion pass. Um, once, uh, once I can. So I don't, I, I didn't look into this anymore because, like, they're, they're not my sort of games. Um, I, they did announce it was coming to Game Pass. Do you know if it's coming with everything to PC Game Pass so that you don't have to spend $90? I'm assuming the PC Game Pass is going to be vanilla. And if you want the rest of, because it's how Game Pass works in general. That's true. If you want anything beyond the base game, besides any free updates that might come to the base game, you need to pay for it. Um, so that's, I, I'm just, it's going to be more easily moddable on stream or on Steam, which is why I'm just going to get it on my PC on Steam. Um, and I'm, 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 hold on. I might need to get more RAM. I, I think you only have it. 16. Yeah, uh, requirements for re- recommended gameplay is 16 gigs of RAM. So I'm going to need to get more RAM. Uh, See, I told you, you should have gone for the 32. I mean, I didn't need it until now, and that's fine. I can just get two you more RAM. Two more always RAM need more RAM. Um, do you, yeah, do it, you it, have um, four RAM slots? I I do, yes. but it, and, and you're only using two right now? I'm only using two right now, but it also looks like the RAM sticks that I have are a little too big. Oh, right. You have, I forgot you have those fucking glow in the dark bullshit ones. I hate them so much. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm going to need to just get, I'm going to need to get more RAM to play this game properly. Um, but like from what I'm seeing, a lot of the community is happy about what they showed. Um, a lot of like the big, the uh, let's play players are happy with what they showed the the game looks to be uh a lot more technical but also potentially maybe a lot more user friendly um 
one thing that they didn't have in the base game, which was really good when mods had it, were was like you could you could know the di- the distance of how big of a road you're making. Whereas like when you're playing vanilla game, you just kind of have to guess how big. Like make sure you're making it right. Where it's like, oh no, I can actually have my thing show me 500 feet or whatever. And, oh, that, like, I, I didn't I didn't catch that. I I kind of I did space out yeah. a little bit during that that video. Yeah, they show you angle width, they show you angles, they show you a bunch of different things. It looks like the infographics and the info bars are going to be a lot more, um, uh, uh, a lot more in detail. I just want to know what pollution's going to look like. Because that is the one thing I hate about City Skylines too. Uh, City Skylines is if you have a polluted area, say like you have an industrial park where a lot of factories are, and there's air pollution, it also becomes ground pollution. And you can't have trees, you can't have any, like, good, like, shrubbery or anything, because it's all dead trees in that in that area. Which is not how the world actually fucking works. And, like, there are mods to get rid of that, but I just, I want that just basing game to not look like that. <laughs> I want that to be vanilla. Um, but I am, I'm super excited for it. I think it looks very good. Um, I, I am potentially going to need to upgrade my PC a little bit just to make sure I can play it properly because, I mean, I'm sure my graphics card is fine. You have like a 3060, right? I have a 3060 and they're recommended as a 2080 Ti. Yes, so your, my your graphics card will be should fine. be fine. But it's like my RAM, they, and it makes sense that it needs a lot of RAM. My RAM's going to need to be upgraded I mean, big time. So, to be fair, like, at, at work, when we, um, quote, like, computers, we will not quote a computer with less than 16 gigs of memory. Mm-hmm. And that's just for regular, like, office work. Um, because Windows will use up 8 gigs just by being fucking Windows. Yeah. So, yeah. More RAM. Always more RAM. Just yeah. splurge a little bit. Get 256 gigs. You'll never run out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, I'll probably just get two. I, I don't know if they make 16 gig sticks, but I'll probably just get two 16 gig sticks. That, they do. That's what I have. Yeah, and I'll probably just do that, and you shouldn't need more than fucking 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, um, but I'll have to talk look, with you guys, look, talk look, with man, you and Eric you, you've about got four, but You've got four slots, I'm just saying, why not four 16 gig sticks? <laughs> you don't need 64 gigs of RAM! Says who? You don't! You don't right now, but in like a year... Yeah, I mean, 20, I, 2023 yeah, if, Richie doesn't need it, 2026 Richie probably does. I mean, 2026, Richie's going to need a new PC. Not if you have 64 gigs of memory. I mean, he's going to at least need a new uh, graphics card at that point. Yeah, but those things are easy to get. They've never, then, they've never been hard to get. And then probably on top of that, because he'll need a new graphics card, he'll probably need a new processor, which means he'll probably need a new motherboard. So he'll just need a new PC by that. You can't tell me I'm wrong about this. I can. <laughs> I'm willing to. I mean, look, 64 gigs of RAM is only like 130 bucks. Yeah, but that's 130 bucks. I mean, I have until November, I believe, October to get it. So I have a while to get it, but it's also $90 on the game that I need to get. But well, that's, that's down the line. I'm, I'm excited for City Skylines too. It looks like what they've given us in the end goal and the end game stuff of City Skylines is most of it or a good portion of it is going to be in CS2. And I'm like, all right, this is the, they're, they're, hopefully going in the right direction i mean that's that's ideal right you, you want them to, to make it good yeah I, I like i just i don't 
This is going to sound dumb because I know it's a game. It's a game company trying to make money, but I don't want this to be a cash grab. Like I felt like the end of City Skylines was. They've had um like new expansion DLC stuff for City Skylines like every four to six months for the past two years, and the game's been out since I don't remember when City Skylines came out. I think like 2018. It's older than that, isn't it? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Uh, 2015 is when City Skylines came out. And I thought it was actually even have, older than that. They have a boatload of content. They have a boatload of content. Uh, 62 things of content um, uh, on uh, on Steam. A lot of it might be like different radio packs. Totaling 395 almost $400 of DLC content for City Skylines. Um, but it felt like over the past two years that I've really been playing, two to three years I've been playing and paying attention and watching other people play, that, like, we're getting new content, like, every four, three to four months, and it's more paid content. It's more and more paid content, which is like, great, you're still supporting it, and I'm happy. But to announce City Skylines 2, but still have at least one or two paid packs left before... City Skylines 1 is over, and you already have your sequel announced, that to me was like a kick in the teeth. Like, it, well, are, what, should I buy this? Should I buy the Plazas of Promenade pack, which came out in September, when your new game comes out a year after? And there's a bunch of new content that recently released um, that I don't even have, which is, like, the Africa pack, the India pack, the, 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 the Brooklyn pack. Financial districts, like a bunch of new content, which is a hundred dollars worth of content, according to Steam, that I don't have, give or take. Yeah, uh, individual price of 19 items, you don't already have 107 dollars. Um, yeah, man, but so, that's so discount. expensive. A <laughs> hundred dollars of content that they have. Some of it's old. Some of, some of it is older. Um, but like, so one of them was 2019. Uh, it's K-pop station, I don't care about that. Radio station, I don't care about that. And then the rest of it, uh, December of 2020, December, December, March of this year. Like, it just, that just makes, it made me mad. It made me mad to see, like, we're getting all this new content with the new game that was already announced when you're releasing this new content. So, I'm, like, it looks like a lot of the core game mechanics, not really, like, the, the map packs and content packs are going to be in the base game, but, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, like, I, I am 50-50 on if I am, I do want to get the, and I probably will get the $100 bundle just to have, like, the, the DLC from the, the first two expansion DLCs, but, like, maybe I will play it on Game Pass first, to see just to, how like, it check played. it out, to, to see how it is, to see if it is worth the $100 before I put it down. I mean, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. Especially if, if, like, you get to it and it's like, oh, like, this is not different enough from the first game. Yeah. I'm going to wait for, like, one of those, like, crazy Steam sales where the $100 worth of content is yeah. 17 Exactly. Like, and it's like, because I also, I bought City Skylines twice. Because <laughs> I, I had it for free on PlayStation. And then before I got my new PC, I purchased all the DLC that was available at the time on PlayStation because it was on sale. I don't remember how much I paid for it. And then I got my new PC, and then I purchased City Skylines and all of the DLC up to that point for another, like, $150. And so I was like, alright, I bought this game, I spent, like, $300 on this game. 
only put 50 hours into the PC version, which pisses me off. I thought I put more, but I haven't really played it in a while. Yeah, you were playing it for quite a while there, weren't you? I, um, uh, so, uh, shameless plug, on my YouTube last week, I posted a video, um, where I went through all of my cities on my PlayStation. Uh, all of my old cities from when I started playing back in 2020 when COVID hit. Cause it oh, wait, was do you actually, PlayStation. do you keep that stuff? I, you've always said that, like, games like that, you just, um, like, you restart them whenever, I, like, I, you, you step away for a while. I, I do. I start a new city. Doesn't mean I delete the old ones. Oh, honestly, I assumed you did. That means I would have to actively go into the save and delete the cities. No, I just click new city and start and, and go. And so, um, it posted last week. It was, uh, stream highlights of me going through my old cities for my PlayStation. Um, and just like getting super happy and excited about the cities I built and reminiscing about some of these things. So yeah, I, I, uh, I did put a lot of time into it on PlayStation. And then I started putting a lot of time into it on, on stream and, uh, and on my PC. Uh, and just, oh, I, I, th- at some point I stopped doing like sim games on Sundays, uh, because I wanted to play a bunch of other shit. And I just haven't really had a lot of time to go back to City Skylines. Plus with the announcement of the sequel and with all of the DLC coming out, it made me feel like it wasn't worth playing. <laughs> Which, like, that's totally valid. Uh, but, do you, do you guys want to talk about Ubisoft a little bit? Well, hold on. One last thing. To oh, was there something from, I missed on the thing? Uh, they announced Fallout 76 new oh, yeah. content area, and it's fucking Atlantic City. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. I also, yeah, yeah. again, like, like some of those games like that, I think they showed Forza, like, I sort of just, like, glass over when it gets to those games. Fair. But yeah, Atlantic City. <laughs> they, they, they also had, like, a big trailer for Starfield. That I uh, they had a little bit of. They had a separate stream for it directly after yeah. that was like forty minutes. Um, I mean, it looks like Star- it looks like a Bethesda game. Like, if you like I- Bethesda games, you're probably gonna like this. I have a lot of people. A second, oh. I I've been seeing a lot of people look very excited for Starfield. But uh, back on the uh, the yeah the, the Fallout seventy six yeah fucking Atlantic City. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. I can't re- what where is seventy six in? I can't remember West the Virginia. region. Yeah. That's right. So like, didn't, that, that didn't they use a... the West Virginia song in the trailer? Or am I, am they I did, making they that did, up? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they did. Um, which to me, like, that's also then weird. It's like, yeah, we're going to Atlanta. That's a long distance off. I mean, they from went from the... Washington D.C. to Pittsburgh and Fallout Three. So yeah, like, did they go to Pittsburgh? Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure. What's DLC? The Pit. It's either the first or second one for Fallout. I don't remember. Because I know they went to uh, somewhere in Maryland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the pit in Pittsburgh. I guess that makes sense. The pit. Honestly, the show the second DLC. Uh, remains of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Wow. I did not realize that. Uh, I have I only did uh, Point Lookout, which was in uh, Maryland mm-hmm. for that. Because I had the Game of the Year edition, which had it all. But I cannot stick to those games as much as I love them. <laughs> I forgot that you had actually dipped into that one. Like, I, like Drew, you also played it a little bit, right? Yeah, I've played a little of 76. It's fine. Yeah, it was... I I wouldn't mind playing it more, but I don't want to play with people. That's my biggest problem. And so in order to not play with people, it is a monthly fee. I understand that a, feeling. And so it's like, all right, well, that means I have to pay the $10 a month or whatever. And then, like, if... 
I you can then play with your friends, which that I have no problem playing with my friends. It's playing with randos that I don't want. Right. Like you can then play with your friends, but they can then only play with you unless they are also paying the ten dollars a month fee. And so, like, it, it it's kind of like, all right, well, how do we do this? Like, I, it, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Um, the game itself is fun. I enjoyed it. I also only spent like three dollars on it and played it for like 15 hours so i got my more than my money's worth for that in my opinion um and i i've i've thought about trying to go i yeah literally i just guessed and i went into my steam 15 hours 15.3 hours in. um yeah and, and honestly like, like stuff like that like if you feel like you got your money's worth then like you got yeah. your money's worth yeah and in my opinion the most of the fallout 76 stuff like the great thing about Fallout 76 is most of the add-on content was free. If not all of the add-on content was free. Um, oh, I didn't I realize that's that. true, yeah. So, like, uh, like any expansions that they've had, it, like, they have the pit recruitment bundle, which apparently I don't have, and Appalachia starter bundle, which is, which they're bundles, um, which they're, they're cosmetics and stuff like that, I think. So, like, that was, that was, like, some of the better things about Fallout 76 is, like, all of their add-on content, all of their DLCs, is all free. Like, as long as you have the game, you can play everything that they have. And so, oh, like, okay. me paying $2 for the game, cause that was, they, they made that change after a while. At one point, there was paid DLCs, but then after a certain DLC came out, they just bundled it all into one. If you get this DLC, you have everything, or something like that. I can't 100% remember how it worked. Well, I, I think it's just a ma- it's just the content is all just in the game now. But all those bundle things you're talking mentioning are like exclusive uh, cosmetic stuff, and then uh, probably right. some like packs of the level up card things and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like all that it is. Kind so of like shit. It, so the Atlantic City thing is going to yeah, if you own seventy six, which most of us do because it was free on PS Plus or no, it's. Yes. Yep. It was free on Epic as well. No, it, well, maybe both, but it was definitely free on PS Plus a couple months ago. Yeah. So you get all of that for free. I wonder if I actually re- redeemed that one. I probably did. I can't imagine I skipped it just because I know, like, I don't like the Fallout games. Uh, oh, no. Fallout 76 was not on Epic. They, but they had the uh, Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics bundle. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did redeem that one. I'm not going to play it. But it's in my library on PlayStation. Um, anything else about Fallout seventy six or the Xbox showcase? Nope, uh, I don't think so. I, I I don't recall hearing much from the Xbox showcase besides what we've already talked about. Yeah, I mean, like they had Keanu again for some Cyberpunk DLC. Yeah, and then like I said, they had like a forty forty five minute um, Starfield thing afterwards that I didn't watch because no interest. But yeah, you know that is that is a thing. Uh, Ubisoft did have some interesting looking stuff. Um, that Prince of Persia game looks fucking cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Prince of Persia. It looks Uh, like, it looks like it's more of like maybe a Metroidvania style type game. Uh, the side scrolling combat and, and, and play style looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, so they, it was at, um, the days of play or whatever they call it, the, the actual like event after the showcases where like the, Mm -hmm the media gets to go try games and apparently like it was actually super cool um so yeah prince of persia the lost crown way more excited for that than i ever was for the sands of time remake because yeah yeah 
it just it looks fucking cool. The art style looks cool. The gameplay is neat. Like the combat, the it 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 seems like it just adds a whole bunch of stuff. Like like you've got some of the timey stuff. Um, I don't know if you noticed in the trailer. Like there's one point where they like drop like a time point or something like that behind like a wall that moves and then lets the wall come back towards them and then like zips to that spot that they like marked um huh. so they could get past a wall with spikes on it mm-hmm. like it, it was it was a really cool like game mechanic from the look of it so i'm i'm interested to see how all that ends up like functioning yeah. um and then uh how about star wars outlook i didn't i didn't see anything for, i didn't see like anything for that so it's like, actually called- really Really, the only thing I heard much about from Ubisoft was Prince of Persia and Skull and Bone. That was really all I've heard anything about from that. So, most of their stuff was shown other places earlier, but they showed more at theirs. Um, so, the Star Wars game is actually called Outlaws. Um, when Eves came out, that was the game that, like, he announced. Like, you know how he, he always comes out for, like, the one last thing? Uh, he did that, and he, he stumbled at the end, and he called it Star Wars Outlook. He said it, and then, like, you could see the look on his face where he's just like, I said the wrong thing. And then he just smiles and, like, walks off stage. Um, but it, it actually looks cool. Um, I have a feeling it's just going to be another Ubisoft game, though. Like, you're going to climb some towers. Um, eventually, your character is going to become a Jedi, even though at the beginning they're definitely not. Um, it had a... The one thing I really liked is, at one point, like you, like, you're running around on a planet, like, doing, like, third-person stuff. Um, and you get into your ship and you take off and it just, it hides loading the loading screen in clouds, but it's a really cool effect of like taking off from a planet and then entering space. Um, and y- you actually have space like control and combat from the look of it. Whether you can just always do that, who knows, but it's at least part of some missions. Um, so that like, I will be interested to see more of that, whether it's just more Ubisoft like tower climbing shit or not who knows um and then there was avatar frontiers of pandora which was announced forever ago um it it actually kind of looks cool like did i rich i know you said you didn't really see anything else drew did you see the trailer for this by chance Uh, i saw literally nothing from the ubisoft thing all right so the avatar game um it's it's the blue avatars um you play one of the blue avatars who was abducted by the humans um, I guess pre the first movie and trained to use human weapons to kill your own people. Um, and then 15 years later, something happens. The human, I guess during the events of the second movie, um, something happens. The humans like evacuate the facility that your character is being held at and you get freed and then have to learn how to go bl- be a blue avatar person. I don't, I, what, well, do either of you remember what the fuck they're, they're called? Because I do not. The Navi. Okay, thank you. I knew they had a name, and I just, I was drawing a blank. Um, But it's like Space Far Cry with, like, blue people and the weird flying bat creatures that, like, you tether to with your head tentacle. Mm-hmm. You have, um, you have sex with. You fly yeah. Them. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, like, like <laughs> it's probably not going to be, like, the best game, but it looks kind of cool. And if it gets good reviews, I might actually give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I forget if they, I, for, I feel like they showed these games before, but they showed off the three Assassin's Creed games. Um, Remember when they said they weren't doing one Assassin's Creed game a year anymore? Yeah, they're, they're going to wait they three years and then do three at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they never said they wouldn't do three at the same time. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. 
So one of them is a VR game. One of them is a mobile game. And the third one, Mirage, is the actual console game. And I bet you they're all going to coincide with each other and you need to play them all to really understand everything that's going on in the real world of this game world. But none of them are going to directly attach you to the real world of this game. So the VR one, at least, you apparently play can play as um, Ezio, Altair, and Connor. So that one's at least going to be weird. I forget what the mobile game was about. Um, Mirage actually, like, it looks like a more um, traditional Assassin's Creed, like pre-Origins, where it was more... There's actually, like, a stealth mechanic again. Um, apparently, the... Like, basically, since 3, it's been less about stealth and more about just combat. Um, Yeah. So, it's back to combat is more of a last resort. Like, they want you to do more of, like, the stealth kills and stuff like that. Um, So, like, that would be cool if we get, like, an Assassin's Creed game that's actually an Assassin's Creed game again. Who knows? Um, And then the last thing that I think we're all in agreement is not actually going to happen. Uh, Skull and Bones is getting a closed beta on August 25th to the 8th, 28th. Like, not, that's uh, not, that's not actually going to happen, right? Like, they're going to, like, postpone it or cancel it or something. I mean, I, I am signed up for the beta. So, we will see what happens. But you're probably right. It's fake. Yeah, like, just I like, feel, I feel like this is the game where they're just gaslighting everybody. So, every couple of years, they have to come out and be like, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing a thing. Here's a trailer. Here's, like, a group of dudes with an acoustic guitar singing a sea shanty. Oh, d- you guys didn't watch this. So, the, the trailer, um, they had, like, five dudes on stage, one of them with an acoustic guitar, singing a fucking pirate sea shanty while, like, the game was in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was actually very great. Uh, this is this is just like the day before where people have been saying that this is a fake game, it's not going to happen. We finally got the day before stuff for it. Yeah, like, exactly. actual trailer stuff. Finally got actual trailer stuff for the day before. Which I don't understand why people think this game is fake. I don't get it, but okay. Uh, and they still, even with just getting new, new, new trailers and stuff for it, they still sit there and say, "Yeah, this game's not real," and it's not fun. Yeah, no, that 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 tracks. <laughs> um, I also did sign up for the Skull and Bones thing just in case it does happen. Um, I went out of my way to use three different email addresses. Just so I could sign up for all three platforms to give myself the most chance. Yeah, I should I should sign up for the PlayStation on a different uh, on a different email address. Yeah, like I I did like to put a put a um a period in my email address to create a new account to to sign up. Like, mm-hmm. I figured like, hey, I I have all three possible platforms. Maybe I'll get one of them. If I get all three, that'd yeah. be fucking hilarious. Um. But yeah, I didn't watch anything anything after the Ubisoft one. I I scrolled through what Co- Capcom showed and nothing interested me, so I skipped it. Um yeah, I mean, did either of really you look at the list showed, of stuff? They really only did Dragon's Dogma is really the only important thing, but like we've known about that sort of, like they've talked about it recently, but like they there's a new trailer or something a deep dive trailer is what they're calling it. Um I I didn't I didn't really hear anything else from Capcom. You know me, I'm a Capcom guy and there there was no Monster Hunter. Or there's no Monster Hunter, there was no Resident Evil. There's Mega Man X Dive offline, which is like a free to play mobile PC game. I don't really know anything about it. it, It's a mobile game that I for like thirty seconds I was like, Oh, that'll be cool and then like, oh it's a mobile game, never fucking mind. Yeah, like um they they had 
more uh, exoprimal stuff, which just give me fucking Dino Crisis. I don't want exoprimal. I want Dino Crisis. While you're getting exoprimal. I I probably will, because it's dinosaurs. But I want See, Dino I didn't Crisis. even mean it like that, but yes, you're, you're right. You will just do it anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I've, I, I remember hating on it when, because it was just, it was a fucking horde shooter with dinosaurs. Um, but like, I do want to, I, I, I'm like, maybe it'll be good. Probably not, but maybe because you're in a mech suit fighting hordes of dinosaurs. But yeah, I, it seemed like Capcom didn't really have much unless like you were specifically looking, unless you're a specific fan of certain things. Like, uh, there's a new Apollo Justice coming out. Um, well, it's it's just the it's another remake trilogy. Yeah, so it's just, it doesn't even really matter. I mean, it matters in the sense that like I do like those games, and I never played the Apollo Justice ones, but like it's not something where it's like, oh, here's a, here's some more new Ace Attorney games. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, that there was like I said, there there were the other streams. Um, nothing really jumped out at, at any of them for me. Um, I will say the Wholesome Games one is always kind of like a pleasure to watch. They just show a bunch of games that look like they could be fun for, you know, three to five hours. Um, or if you're like Erica, like a hundred to seven thousand. <laughs> um, I, th- so we watched that one. That one was on Saturday at 12. Um, it, it was like an hour long, if I remember correctly. She said that she noted at least 11 games that she wants to like keep an eye out for. Which is more games than than I noted from any of the other things put together. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but yeah, that I guess that was all the Summer Games Fest stuff, or at least the stuff worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is next, Drew? Do you want to talk about uh, Diablo first? Uh, yeah, sure. I could talk about Diablo. Uh, I finished the campaign. Story is pretty good. Uh, definitely set up for more DLC. Uh, you, which it, will there be more Diablo? What do you mean by more? So I don't know how much Diablo is in Diablo 4, but will there be more Diablo? Uh, is Are we too early for spoilers or not? Probably. You, you killed Diablo at the end of <laughs> Diablo 4. Don't Fucking even guess. go with that. Fucking Alright, spoilers for the next 30 seconds. Ready? Wait, wait, can, can I just... Ha- so yeah, spoilers for Diablo 4. Let me, um... Because I don't actually care yeah. about the story. Like, let me just let, mark uh, the time real quick. Oh one twenty thirty four. Um, it's let me Diablo guess. 4. You killed Diablo at the end of Diablo 4. No, no, you don't let need me to spoilers that. Let me guess. Let me guess. Rich, shut up. You don't like these games. Um, you actually finished, you killed Diablo in Act 3. You kill Lilith in Act 4. You don't kill Diablo at all in this game. Oh, do you partner with him? Do you guys nope. become like the dream team? Nope. What the fuck? Diablo is not in this game at all. I don't, then it can't be called Diablo. We have to rename it to Lilith. Alright, well, uh, Diablo, is definitely at the very end, but like but you don't fight you don't him. Fight him. Nope. Like so, so Diablo is dead right now in from the, story. the end of three. Yes. So he's been dead for like fifty years. I maybe I guess I don't That's, know when this game takes place. It's supposed to be fifty hand. years after three. I mean, That's, but Diablo Diablo was dead at the end of two, leading into three. For how I think it was like close to a hundred years or some shit. Like like Diablo always starts dead. Um, besides Diablo one. Diablo is not alive during 2 and 3 and 4, Fair. and then comes alive throughout the game, and then you kill Diablo. Like So, he's a statue in the end. Like, so, is Lilith him. trying to resurrect him or something? 
Or does he have nothing to do with her plans? Um, Lilith is trying to take over Hell. Um, she's actually trying to take Mephisto's powers to become, like, the new primeval. Mephisto's power, the guy that you also kill and destroyed the Soul Stone of in Diablo 2. Yes. Is he alive? Sort of. But you destroyed his soul- what was the point of the soul stone? So, okay, so, destroying the soul stones in Diablo traps them in hell. They cannot leave hell anymore without the soul stone. So, did either of you play the demo for 4? Yeah. Or the betas, rather? Yeah, Uh, we talked about it. Do you remember the wolf that you talked to? Yeah, yeah, in, like, the weird, like, um, forest thing after you, um, have to kill the girl's mom. Yeah, that's Mephisto. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Not who I expected that to be. Yeah, I thought it was gonna, like, I thought it was, like, an ally because of the way they were helping you. I mean, they do help you, and they are an ally, but they're Mephisto. Yeah, which means they're not really an ally, like, they're they're out for themselves. Yeah, I mean, the angels are also kind of out for themselves a lot of the time throughout the Diablo stories. That is true. Everybody uh, kind of sucks in the, in in those games. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no Diablo, though they very well set up for like Diablo being summoned or respawned or something in whatever next content thing. Ha- have you started a new character yet? Yes. Oh, so this is another cool thing that they added in this one. I didn't realize because I started a new character before I finished the uh, the campaign with my first one, and. Uh, But any characters you make after you finish the story, uh, as you're going through the character creation, there's just a checkbox you can mark to just skip the story content. Yeah, I thought I mentioned that to you. Maybe I forgot. Maybe you did. I I saw about it, like, yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, um, uh, Rod Ferguson was on a podcast. Um, It was either right after the game launched or, like, right before, and he said that it's set up so that once you've done it once, you can just basically turn off all the story content and just play through, like, the dungeons. Um, and anything that you unlock should stay, like, like that, like, um, not your class stuff, because obviously, like, you have to unlock your abilities as you play, but, like, the mounts. Like, once you unlock the mounts, you will have them across characters. Uh, yeah. Okay, you did mention that. I forgot that you said that about the story. I didn't realize it was just, like, Oh, checkbox, okay, story, and we're just going to spawn you in the first main city. You don't keep, like, everything. You keep the waypoints for, like, the major cities, but not all of the waypoints. Which makes sense, like... And then, yeah. The renown system has, like, the two sets of bonuses you get as you hit each level. And so there's the character-specific, which is an amount of gold and bonus XP. And then there's the cross characters that you just have to unlock once, which are like bonus skill points, more potion capacity, paragon points, etc. And those carry over from character to character. So now mainly I'm like going through with my character, the rogue that I finished the story with and trying to just max out all the uh, renown things so I can just start new characters with a whole bunch of skill points and whatnot. Okay. My, main yeah, compl- no. my main complaint is that they straddled the line between the Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 skill sets and and itemization, and I think that was a terrible idea. Like, I think the skill tree is stupid, and they shouldn't have done a skill tree. Yeah, I was not loving that when I was playing the the betas. Like, like 
Yeah. It's not a bad skill tree per se, but it, it I don't know something. Just something was off about it. So the skill tree is fine. Like it's fine. It's whatever. My problem with it is that they then kept the uniques and whatnot the way Diablo three had them, where they give like random bonus attributes to different skills. And with having to reset a whole bunch of skill points, if you find an item that sounds like it has something cool for a specific skill you're not using, is just, like, it's not hard, but it's way slower than just going, pulling up the skill list and going, assign to skill button two or whatever. Right. Yeah, you know what, like, yeah, I do remember some of that stuff not being great. I did like the potions, though. I mean, that's how it, or... Just like the healing potion, yeah. Ju- well, just how um, I don't remember them being that easy to like regain, basically in three. But it's also been a long time since I played three. Yeah, no, that's how they were in three. All right. The last time I played Diablo was two when um when the the two resurrected or whatever they called it was coming mm-hmm. out. So like that is my last memory of potions. <laughs> yeah, no, that's way more annoying than how three handles them. Yeah, just being able to have yeah, you just have four potions all the time, and everyone drops them. Even the even the fucking boss, like the 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 lady's mom, like like potions were just dropping all the fucking time. So I actually don't know if you noticed that potions don't drop all the time off bosses. They drop at very specific points on their health bar. I didn't because I only played that one boss fight. If you if you ever decide to play later, if you look at the boss health bars, there will be like little triangle tick marks on there and once their health gets below each one you know that's when potion oh, yeah, if cool. they spawn if they spawn other monsters i guess they probably have a random chance at dropping health potion but you will know exactly when a boss will drop health potion that's that is cool though i like that mm-hmm. um and i that is a game i will probably get eventually um because i don't play online or play with people like it doesn't really it's not a game that I like. I felt super compelled to get right away, um, be, mostly because I, I want to get Final Fantasy first, and Fair. I'd rather get like I'm going to get Final Fantasy when that comes out, and then I'll probably get Diablo like you know later on if I see it on sale or something like that for sure. Mm-hmm. But I I do like myself a Diablo. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. Nice. Anything else you want to say about it? No, I think that pretty much covers it. Cool. Well, I played. Um, well, I started playing Cult of the Lamb. I don't know if either of you guys have checked that out at all. I haven't. Sarah played a fuckload of it, though. It is... Sorry, Rich, go ahead. I've seen people play it in the past. It was super big back when it first came out, especially on stream, because there's a lot of stream integration on it. Yeah, I can Um, understand that. But, like, I don't... I never really paid a lot of attention to it. I think you might like it because you like um, the the two styles of games that it kind of is. Um... It's so it's part like dungeon crawler, um, and part um sim like like uh like building simulation deal. Yeah. Uh, so you're 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 a lamb and you get sacrificed and you come back or, or a god brings you back as his like avatar on earth, um, as he needs you to convert people to his cult to like re empower him. So the whole the whole point of the game is you are out there battling the three, like, heads of, like, this religion who worship different gods um, and have weird powers and stuff like that who are also trying to have you murdered um, while you're also recruiting people to your cult. And I know I know, as you get into it, you can do some, like, some goofy stuff with um, your cult members. Like, you can sacrifice them if they're being, like, 
non-believers and stuff like that. Um, I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, right now, I, ha- I have a church. I have an altar. Um, I have a, a cooking station. Um, and I have like six um, sleeping bags. And apparently, sleeping bags just will randomly break. <laughs> um, the, the, the actual language it used, I believe, is collapsed. And I did not understand oh. how a sleeping bag was able to collapse. Yeah, no. Um, oh, I have a little, I have a little farm too. Um, all I can grow right now are berries and none of my cult members know how to farm. So, but it has that very like Stardew-esque thing where as you get more resources, you can build things that will both help to automate stuff and also give your cult members more ability to like do different things. Um, so like as you go on, you can actually get like access to mines and forests that you can send your cult members into to gather like wood and stone and, and which are the two like big things you need for um building and creating stuff. Um and then anytime you go off into like the the dungeon trolley portion of it, you collect all that stuff as you def- defeat enemies and like break things open and whatnot. Um it's fun though. And for the most part the, the cult members are like mostly self-sufficient like it's not like the sims where you have to tell them when to go poop um you just have to make sure that there's food available um and that there are places for them to sleep otherwise they'll like they'll they'll lose faith in you and they'll also get hungry and stuff like that um they will just shit wherever they feel like it so the one thing you have to make sure of is to go around and clean that up or that does make them lose faith and apparently can also make them sick and die haven't had that happen yet but i'm told it's possible um, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, though. It was one of those, um, I turned on the Steam Deck and I was just kind of like scrolling through games and Erica, um, had gotten it and started playing it quite a while ago. Um, and she really liked it, but she's super into those games. Um, and there, nothing jumped out at me. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me, I'll try this. Like, I'm, I'm curious what this is like. And I ended up playing for like three or four hours, I think, and just had a lot of fun with just like how kind of goofy it is. I'm trying to think if there was anything else, like, interesting that i was able to do oh one one of my cultists um he comes up to me at one point and he's like hey if we're low on food you can just have us eat shitty grass it's not good but we can do it and survive and then it gives me a quest where like that that cultist wants me to make him eat a shitty bowl of cooked grass so like it's funny though i i I do that i like i i cook the grass for him he eats that um but then later on, like, I had, I had, I had made more than one of them because, like, there were just extra, like, grass, so I just made all of it. Um, he ate another one and, and he got, like, a negative reaction. Like, his faith went down because he was upset that he ate, um, grass. I'm like, motherfucker, you need to make up your goddamn mind. Or you will be the first one I sacrifice when I have the ability to sacrifice. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. Um, I, I do, Rich, I do think it's a game that you would probably have fun with. Yeah, I've I've been interested in it. I've just I I think is it on Game Pass? I don't think so. Maybe I don't think it's on Game Pass. Let me uh, I can double check real quick. I'm checking now. No, it's not. okay. It goes on sale a lot though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I didn't realize it wasn't on um my wishlist. I mean, it's on sale right now. Thirty bucks for the game and the DLC. I don't oh, know that's right. The they did just have with. DLC. I don't, if it's gameplay DLC, I'll get it. But if it's not, and it's just Seven piece decoration of your charming king as well as five exclusive. Nah, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. If you look, um, there might be like one of those third party like legit sites that also has it on sale. Like I know, um, Fanatical had like a bunch of stuff on. Fuck, I meant to buy. 
they had Fanatical had Ghostwire Tokyo for PC as um as a um validated Steam Deck game for like twelve dollars. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, there's a I, there's a there's a couple of really good humble bundles going. On. You know, like I used to really like watch the humble bundles, but fewer and fewer um, times do they have anything in there that like I would end up playing. Also, I have three different fucking Diablo four ads right now. <laughs> like the Facebook window I have open for our chat, like is on a fucking Diablo four ad. Um, I just saw another one on my phone, and I just got a fucking email from Blizzard telling me that Diablo 4 is waiting. What so they the fuck? have, they currently have, uh, Pixel Pride, which is a Pride-based, uh, Humble Bundle that goes on, uh, for, till the end of the month, or for another 14 days. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon and Celeste are on there. Um, the rest of them I don't really know, but it's $12 for Boyfriend Dungeon and Celeste, and I heard both of those games are great. Boyfriend um, Dungeon is on Game Pass, and I own Celeste already. So, like, for yeah. me, it doesn't make sense, but, like, uh, Celeste is well worth $12. You will hate it, yeah. but it's it's a fantastic game. And, and then they have uh, a Metroidvania bundle, which I'm probably going to get. It's done in seven days, which I, has Hollow Knight, which I already have on... I don't know if I actually already have Steam. I know I own it elsewhere. Um, yeah. I don't own it on Steam, so I can then own it on Steam. Uh, Rain World, Blasphemous, Bloodstained, Lost Ruins, Lone Fungus, Haiku. It's it's just it's a bunch of uh, Metroidvanias that I'm like I've heard good things about Blasphemous and I love Hollow Knight and that one also is like only like uh, what was it fifteen dollars for all of those so like there's some good humble bundles going on right now. Well, that's cool. It's always nice when there's like stuff like that floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, Cold of the Lamb though cute, fun. I'm probably going to play a little bit more of it. Um, those games don't hook me the way that, like, like I know, like, Rich, they'll hook you, or they hook Erica, so I definitely won't get, like, a big cult or anything crazy going on, but I think, it, like, it's very well done. It's enjoyable. Um, graphically, it looks really nice. I haven't had the sound turned on, so I don't know what the music's like, but with everything else the game has going, I imagine it's really good music, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cold of the Lamb. It's, like, a year old, but it's still very good. Um... That might be it. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no. I have something dumb and quick. Okay. Uh, it, it's not important. It doesn't matter. That's why it's like, I wasn't, I didn't even think to talk about it until the very, uh, until like just a few seconds ago. Um, y'all, sh- everyone who listens, everyone who pays attention, even you guys here should do me a favor and go to my Twitter at B underscore walnuts and interact on my daily tweets about Critical Role simul streaming. Because Twitch has removed, well, not removed, but banned simul streaming on their platform. Critical Role is their biggest, highest grossing channel. And Critical Role will simul stream on both Twitter, or on Twitch, and YouTube. Um, so, I love Critical Role. Y'all know this. I love D&D stuff. But, it's the facts of the matter that if I, say I were to go on Kick and YouTube and Twitch all at the same time, they could remove my 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 or they could revoke everything which also would then charge me $25 to cancel my contract uh for affiliate which is also fucking bullshit um so i technically cannot simul stream but their biggest channel does and i think it's bullshit that so out of curiosity do they 
get to skirt around it because they don't uh, they don't um claim to be streaming. Theirs are VOD. It's still a stream. It's still a live. It's they're not live streaming, but they're still streaming. It still goes up at the same time, and it's still labeled as a stream. Like it is not a VOD that you can change the. You can't scroll through the episode. It is still live. Okay, it's just that's a pre-recorded fair. live event. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that that does that. That is stupid. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, unfortunately, they don't give a shit about anybody that doesn't make them millions of dollars. So no, they're gonna let play like Critical Role and like big streamers do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Real quick, out of curiosity, on the YouTube video, is it? Do they do the like premiere thing, or is it just oh hey, it's up at eight p.m. or whatever it is? It's, it it's, you can it goes fast live at the and rewind. No, it is it's the same thing. It's a live stream on YouTube at the same time. Okay, so they do the premiere thing. Yeah. Um. You can't. You. You. you I. I've never actually checked it on YouTube, but I get. I get notifications for both YouTube and Twitch, and that is the point. Like, you cannot simulstream. And it's it's all of the changes that Twi- Twitch made last week. People were pissed off about the the, the um uh what's it called uh the sponsorships, which although they have said they have reversed, they still have not changed that in their TOS. So they yeah, that's you could still get in trouble for having too much of a of a sponsorship on your stream. Um, for as, so like, they, they said that they turned it back. They didn't, but there's a bunch of other bullshit that they added, like the fact that if you have money in your account and you end your, uh, uh, affiliate agreement, they will charge you $25 to clear out the account and give you the rest of the money. Yeah, that is just kind of shitty. Um, like all the way and- around. Yeah, and then the simul streaming bullshit. You can't simul like they've even mentioned like go ahead and simul stream. We don't mind. And then took that away like two months later. And I I am considering and probably going to be at least doing one day a week on Kick. But I just found out that Kick is now going to be um holding back bitrate and um video quality on people with smaller viewer counts. Oh, that sucks. So, and their only response to it was really get good. It's like, well, the best thing you could do is just have higher viewers. All right, well, promote me so I can get higher viewers then. No, no, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's just, I, it's, it's now turning like, all right, well, should I just do YouTube and Twitch? Like, once a week do YouTube instead of kick. I was going to do kick and YouTube simul stream at the same times throughout the weeks, but like, it's, I I want I want everyone to be accountable, and if they're going to say that you can't do something and potentially affect small streamers when they do it, you need to. It needs to affect your big streamers as well. And I know they don't care because Critical Role makes them all the money. But every day I am tweeting about this. Every day I am tweeting this. I think we tomorrow will be day day day, day six. I mean, good like, for you. Or or maybe today was day six. I I don't I can't remember, but I'm like day whatever of. Trying to figure out what's going on, and I know tomorrow's Thursday, so at 8 o'clock at night, when I get a notification that they went live on both YouTube and Twitch this time, I will screenshot those notifications and post it on Friday morning. Like, this is now a week where I'm trying to get Twitch to be accountable for their actions. I, like I said, I love Critical Role, y'all know this, Critical Role is great, I watch them all the time, I support them, I just bought one of their shirts... It was their pride shirt. A lot of the proceeds go to 
uh, 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 their foundation, which is their, I think they're sponsoring a, a pride foundation. I can't remember what this month. Um, like I love critical role and is nothing against them. This is all about Twitch, but I am tagging both Twitch and critical role whenever I post these because critical role knows what they're doing as well. They are a big giant fucking corporation at this point that makes tons and tons and tons of money. So if they know what they're doing, if they know that they're doing wrong and they're still doing it, it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm making sure you both know, yo, y'all are like fucking taken away from the people, from the small people who would actually benefit from doing a simul stream. But is Critical Role really doing anything wrong? No, they're not. It's Twitch as it's doing the wrong thing. <laughs> well, I mean, you literally just said Critical Role is. I, they are by simul streaming and breaking terms of service. A hundred percent. They are so, breaking so, the TOS. But okay. I don't believe That's... what they're doing is wrong because you should not, you should be allowed to simul stream. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what maybe I they have a contract that says they still can. What's that? Sorry, I was coughing, so I'm all hoarse now. <coughs> um, maybe their contract says that they still can simul stream. Like maybe they had a pre existing contract. Maybe, but that's bullshit. If you're going to take it away from everyone, you got to take it away from everyone. But I mean, that's I, not how, I agree, but that's, that's not, not how, how the capitalism works. works. I know, I know. It's favoritism, and, and 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 it's nepotism. These people make them millions and millions and millions of dollars, and so we're going to let them get away with the thing that we're not going yeah. to let the people that make us little money uh, can 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 do. Yeah, because no, it, it is very stupid. I agree. It it is. Twitch Twitch oh, has okay. gone Twitch has gone downhill. Worse, it feels like every six months, six to eight months, they they announce something different in terms of service. They announce something different in in one thing or another that that pisses people off. And like they do nothing about the bot raids. And then I know a streamer who got bot raided back in March, um, who just recently became partner, and they are threatening to take away his partner because he reported the bot raid, but they don't think his viewership is legitimate. Yeah, see, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, this dude gets 50 plus viewers a stream. He streams for three or four days a week for at least five or six hours. He makes them decent money, but they're not going to listen to him. And he, they're going to lose him if they keep doing this. Like it's not his full time job, but it is his part time job. And he is losing money because they are threatening to revoke his partnership. And, and like they are saying that he is breaking the rules by being, by having, bot viewers but it's no he got he got bot rated two months ago reported it and y'all did nothing about it yeah and that that is a fucking problem yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it's um yeah twitch twitch just is not doing great so follow me on kick where it, right now at least once a week i'll be live streaming on both kick and youtube probably thursdays or maybe a different day each week um, just because I don't want to be known for just being a Sea of Thieves streamer on Kick. That's that's valid. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, be doing I'll be doing Sea of Thieves every Thursday from here on out for a while. Um, for Thieves Thursday with a couple of people, and so it's like, all right, well, if I'm just doing Sea of Thieves every Thursday on Kick, maybe I should switch it up and play different things each week. Yeah, I mean that that seems like the the right method to build an audience. Yeah. Um, but. Is that where we're going to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. It was just a call to action sort of thing. Like, hey, yeah. interact with my tweets. If I remember tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. I will grab your most recent tweet and throw it into the actual show notes. Just just retweet it on OneQuest as well. You have access, don't you? 
I actually don't right now because for some reason I lost that. I, I think I had to reset my phone. Well, I never re-logged back into in. it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I need to get back onto the social media game on all my socials because I have really dropped. Slacker. No, I've just not been. I was really, I was doing really good on it for a while for both One Quest and Brose and myself and posting every day for each of them. And then it just like, I, it's, I, I started doing video, like shorts and stuff for, for my shit and not having the time to do other things, but like realizing that there's not a lot of interactions in the things I'm doing on the other ones. So like I kind of got discouraged and need to figure out different ways because. What I, mean, I was media doing is wasn't hard. really working. Social media is dumb, and yeah, you're right. It is hard because, especially when it comes to brose, where we're not really talking about um, uh, viral things at the moment, so we can't really jump into viral conversations. We could, but we can't. Yeah, I get you. Uh, but with all of that said, um, next week is our next book club, which will be Face Off, so that should be fun. Um, and you can always find more of our content over at www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, a whole bunch of places. You can rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All of those things help. We are also on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, I know you were just talking about your streaming stuff, but you, you want to yeah. go ahead and plug that stuff again? Uh, Twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts, or like, I think it's like kick.com slash b hyphen walnuts. Man, this guy doesn't even know. know his fucking streaming platform yet. I, I, do, I, don't know, I don't know why it goes hyphen, even though my screen name is underscore. You can search me on kick, B underscore walnuts, and you'll find me. Um, I did a whole, I recently just done a whole new rebrand of all my profile pictures and things like that, so you should be able to find me easily. Um, check me out on Twitch and, and, and kick wherever I stream, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, I'm probably taking this Thursday, the 15th, still off, but you can see me on Sassy Sarcasm and Runner 22 streams while we play Sea of Thieves. Uh, but I will be back on maybe on Monday, most likely on Monday, if not Sunday morning, because it is Father's Day. Oh, shit, that's right. Sunday is Father's Day. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Um, but with that, uh, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.